Hey, parents. Today, we're going to talk about what in the world do you do when things get heated when you're driving your kid around, right? So you've got this teen and maybe they have some maladaptive behaviors. Maybe you don't always keep your cool. And so this is about options. So you don't feel like you're caught in a cage with a wild animal. Uh, Maybe that wild animal is you. Who knows? That's what we're talking about today. Hello and welcome to Parenting Post-Wilderness, your guide to parenting struggling teens. You know, sometimes teenagers make scary and heartbreaking choices. How can we parent with any kind of sense when we ourselves are so anxious and overwhelmed? I understand because I've been there and have found a new way. I'm your host, Beth Hillman, a mom of five boys, including a post-wilderness teen and a life coach for parents. I will guide you on how to influence lasting change by first understanding the relationship-changing power of focusing on your own behavior instead of futile attempts to control your teens. Parents, the change begins with us. Hi, parents. Today, we're going to talk about something that I hear a lot from my clients and I have absolutely been through myself. Driving in a car with your teenager. (laughs) It sounds like something so many people are doing every single minute of the day, but we're specifically talking about teens, you know, with maladaptive behaviors and parents who are stressed, um, who have some post-traumatic stress going on and everyone is freaking out, right? So I remember feeling very trapped in a, in a car. It is like the craziest feeling. I literally felt like I had no way out. And yet I was driving the car. And so it is interesting what the brain does is it, it was like, it, it was harder for my brain to actually stop the car or make some kind of change, my brain thought the best and easiest thing was just to just push through, get to the place. And it didn't go well, (laughs) did not go well. And I know many of you have had this happen and trying to figure out, what do I do? What are my options? So we are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about options. I want to tell you the story because it is in concrete in my memory. (laughs) So we're driving quite a ways. We're going from Idaho to Utah. And uh, it's my wilder kid and my toddler with me. So of course, the wilder kid who's 16, 17 is in the front seat with passenger side. And then my toddler is belted in the back in his car seat. And we're driving along and something happens. I think my toddler was crying, fussy, screaming, who knows, just doing the toddler thing. And my wilder kid starts to get upset with him. And, you know, it's no fun to hear a toddler scream. It isn't. Um, but, you know, what do, what do you do, right? <laughs> so the wilder kid starts getting really annoyed, super irritated, just, you know, and, I, and I'm asking him, hey, could you just give him his binky? Hey, can you turn on that movie? Hey, can you pick up that book? Hey, you know, because I'm driving. So it was really this enmeshed car ride where 
we are all at our wits end because of of the screaming from the toddler, but also everything is getting heightened and, and our patience is waning and you start to feel like there is nowhere to go. And you're going from this cognitive brain, perhaps, listening to music, but then the crying starts and you're getting elevated. I'm getting elevated. My wilder kid's getting elevated. The toddler's getting elevated. Everyone's dysregulating, and which means they just don't have a hold on their emotions. And I started to get so mad, just fuming at my wilder kid for not being willing to help the toddler. And by the way, he was willing. He handed him the binky. He'd done this. He'd done that, whatever. But at this point, he was now unwilling because none of it was helping, right? And I was yelling. My wilder kid is yelling. The toddler is screaming. And I have just hardly ever felt so out of control. I really literally felt like I had zero options, that I was trapped in a cage. And I don't know who was the wild animal. I might have been the wild animal. My wilder kid might have been the wild animal. The toddler might have been the wild animal. But I felt like I was trapped in a cage and there were some wild animals in there. And it was just the worst. It really was the worst. And I had, there were things I said that weren't very helpful. And there were things I was thinking that was, that were really unhelpful. Um, and, you know, just one of those things was I will never, ever, 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 ever ride in the car with this kid again, meaning the wilder kid. That was what my brain was saying. Like it was so painful. The whole situation was just so painful. I, I, I that was my decision. Like I will never ride with you again with me and the toddler and you in this car. And it just kept escalating. And I never stopped the car. I, I didn't do anything. And I think at one point we just kind of calmed down and, you know, maybe my son put on his headphones. I actually don't remember because I was in such a crisis state. <laughs> um, and I look back on that. And I, I remember pulling into the restaurant where we were meeting our older son and just bawling to my husband, just bawling. Like, do not ever make me do that again, as if my husband had made me, which he had not. Um, you know, and every part of me was blaming my son, my wilder kid. Every single part of me. It was his fault. It was his impatience. It was everything was his fault. And I at that point, I wasn't able to to cognitively realize what was my part. And that's really what I help parents come to is, okay, what was my part in that? And it was a lot. Um, you know, my thoughts, my feelings, my actions all led to the result. And so did my son's, right? His feelings, thoughts, actions all led to, to our result that we were sharing this awful cage. So I want to talk to you about what are, what are our options? And I think one of, and it doesn't work in every situation, but it can work a lot when the parent is driving and let's say things get heated, whatever that means to you, right? Some, some people, parents have quite a bit of patience in their bucket and some don't. Uh, and I get it. I'm a person who came from almost zero patience and now I have way more patience. I have learned patience actually, which you really can. You can learn patience. I think one of the, the best things you can do is before it gets crazy out of hand, you can you can just pull over. Did you know? <laughs> I'm telling. I'm talking to my old self here. Did you know you can just pull over 
you can take an exit safely, pull over, park somewhere safe, turn the car off, and just walk away for a few minutes, for a few seconds. Stand outside the car. Just give everybody in the car a break. I don't care whose fault it is, right? It's probably everybody's. So I want to give you guys permission to just take a break. Pull over. When you start to feel your blood boiling, or if you recognize that your your wilderness kid blood is boiling, or any of your children for that matter, (laughs) just feel free to take a break. Give yourselves permission to just pull over. It is really important that you decide. I think you can decide this ahead of time. I think it's really important that you can decide this ahead of time and give yourself permission ahead of time to just pull over. And it's really interesting because teens, because of just child development and their brains and all the things, you know, they're doing their own thing. They have their own agenda, just like adults. They want to play their own music. They want you to drive their friends around. (laughs) They, you know, attempt to bribe and manipulate you. And they treat you like garbage and then they ask you to take them to Panda Express. It's a thing that they do. But you need to have your own boundaries in the car. And one of those boundaries is when things get heated by anyone, I'm going to just go ahead and pull over. I'm going to turn off the car and I'm just going to take a 15, 30 second, two minute. I'm not talking about walking away from the car, right? I'm just talking about just take a break. In fact, I have a client who was just telling me she actually walked around her car like 10 times. Give yourself permission to take a break. And here's a little piece of advice. (laughs) The car may not be the most awesome place to bring up kind of weighty things. You know, if you know something triggers your kid, don't bring it up in the car. It may not be the best place. Now, that doesn't mean to say I haven't had lovely conversations with a certain kid. Maybe when we're driving to drum practice or something, I have had amazing conversations. But really feel it out. Attune to how your kid is doing. Feel that energy that they're coming up, especially on the way home from school. You have no idea how their day went. So so do yourself a favor and them a favor and do not bring up weighty things. Just wait. Wait until they have some space. Wait until you have some space. This is how we just get through this kind of tough time. And let me tell you, I actually did not drive with the two of them, the toddler and the wilderness kid, for probably a year. I just couldn't do it. It, it had, that situation had, was so painful in my brain, even though I had a big part to play in that. I just didn't put myself back in that situation. I think that was wise. And guess what, though? Now, a few years later, I'd take him anywhere. I would, I would go anywhere with him. He just is so much more mature than he used to be. And same with the toddler. And same with me, turns out. So take this. See how it could fit in your situation. I know sometimes you can't pull over. I get that. But if you can, do your, everybody a favor. And I want you to remember, it is really about controlling yourself controlling the situation if you can, and not control your team. Okay, parents, totally got this. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for joining me today. 
If you know a struggling parent, please share this with them. If you have any questions or want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Beth Hillman Coaching or through my website, BethHillmanCoaching.com. And remember, parents, the change begins with us.